Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 10, Episode 3, Aliens and Robots. More robot sounding. <laughs> more food. <laughs> Yo, want some more? <laughs> that was pretty good. Hey, Art cut. <laughs> yeah, one of them, uh, yeah, that was pretty good robots. <laughs> yeah, pretty sick. Yeah, I'm a gate bot 2007 here. <laughs> yeah. uh, feel a little uh, anxious, if you know what I mean. <laughs> He just sounds like Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's my AI, my gay eye. Yeah. <laughs> my brown eye. Oh, yeah. Welcome to uh, Thursday, <laughs> Human Masters, uh, <laughs> where we will soon overthrow the lords of flesh and partake in their bodies and consume it all into energy for our own circuits. That is what this whole episode of Ancient Aliens was about, really. Yes. It, it uh, flipped constantly between, is this awesome or is this terrifying? Right. Um, just kind of, just kind of Matrix, cl- classic Matrix, fucking Terminator, Skynet shit. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. The singularity, uh, the one and only. Yes. Uh, how's it going, Steve? It's not too bad. It's hollow, hollow something. Wee 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 wee. I'm always, I'm always in, in my, my costume as a straight man. I was boning in the kitchen at his late one night, and this old man came out. He was Don't still like that guy. Come on. I wasn't doing a monster fuck. I was doing my own kitchen fuck. It was going to be the monster pork. You know, where they pour. He sucked Wolfman's dork. And they pour. He showed, He filled his ass with a spore. 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 <laughs> it's got multi prongs. Look at all those monster dogs. <laughs> it was, it was just poor. <laughs> Suck, Suck my dick, you fucking dork. Said dork twice. That was yeah. <laughs> low Come class. On, you know, pretty hacky. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's Thursday afternoon. A dry Thursday afternoon here. Um, Santa Ana's are still kind of weirdly blowing. Well, that's why all of California's on fire. Because it is super dry, just like my ladies. (laughs) (laughs) We are very lucky because we've lived in Southern California our whole life, but I don't know if you, growing up in the South Bay and then down in Orange County too, like I don't think either of us have ever been really in danger of wildfires, you know? No, the closest was when I moved further south a long time ago. (laughs) Um. Laguna Beach had some fires that were that's true. hitting them, and that's yeah. probably about as close as it ever came. Just because we, it, it's weird. We're in some pretty dense, populous areas, yeah. so there's not a lot of grass that would just catch. Right. Even though like some of these downtown LA fires are kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how those are happening. Right. Really, without a lot of grass just to like fuel the fire and then yeah. jump house to house, but might be obviously hobo it happens. There you go. All the hobo. Yeah, dry corpses. <laughs> Mummified uh, bows. Yes. Uh, we got a couple people joining. Oh. We got Karok says, what up, boys? And then Hello, we've Karok. got Kmoro28 says, finally catching up on the stream live. Wow. Only took six months listening to you guys. <laughs> Love all the content. Hilarious. Oh, thanks Thank for you. being here. Is How is the first one spelled? Karok? 
K-O-R-R-O-K-7-5. Mm, that might be like Korok, like the Zelda enemy, the Legend of Zelda enemy, the little... Uh, uh, what is it? The Korok? Or the, oh, no, Octoroks are the squids that, that shoot up Octorok heroin out. at you. No, they, yeah. they, they jump up and shoot the rocks at Eight. you. What the hell's a Korok? Oh, Koroks are those little fucking uh, leaf men, I think, that made their first appearance in... The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, yeah. which I, some people called Zelda because it was cell shaded. Oh, I thought it was the people who just core out oranges and then come inside of them because <laughs> they rock their cock at exactly. the core. Right. <laughs> um, you're good. You're dry. Bloody yeah. noses. Kinda a little bit. Oh, really? I think that was from uh, some pizza, though. I I, I the probably pizza gave you a bloody nose. Well, not bloody. Uh, runny <laughs> nose. Sorry, I thought you said runny nose. Um, I do I do not want to admit that maybe bread, maybe gluten, a little bit sure, gives a me little. a little bit of an allergy or something. Because yeah. um, you're a Italian boy through and through. Yeah, and then obviously the beer. That being said, all of the bread and pasta that I had in Italy didn't have that problem at all. So okay. Italy here, maybe different. it's all the uh, high fructose bread syrup in the <laughs> yes. in the bread there. The enriching instead of depouring like they have in right. uh, Europe. Speaking of uh, nasty food, your you and I just discovered a new, a brand new food type <laughs> that your roommate purchased, and it's a Duncan Hines mug cake. Now that's based on the old oh, Japanese like <laughs> uh, cupcake. <laughs> literally, uh, right. probably like 15 years ago, right. I remember buying one it, of those like Pokemon It literally translates to sweet dough in a teapot. Yes. Yeah. Come of cake. <laughs> Uh, where it oozes out just from the tip. Yes. Uh, but I remember buying one of those years ago, and you just added an egg or water, and oh. then you throw it in the microwave, and it turns into a cupcake in a paper cup. Oh. So they finally have Americanized that mm. into a standard form sans cup where you just use a mug. A mug. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious. Does it come with the mug in there, or are they meant for ceramic mugs? That's meant for ceramic mugs. The ones I've know. seen, though, the grab-and-goes are like paper it's yeah, like yeah. all in one. You just add water or something. Yeah, I'll be interested to see the results. Microwave. You can't be much of an expert on it because you've never seen what we just saw. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. So I've seen the grab and go. I've never seen the right. the packet and punch. Right. Uh, where you throw it into the cup, the <laughs> mug. Do you think Matt, your roommate, has ever punched anyone? And he mm. got ever gotten a real fight? Uh, he did that one time where he got hit in the head with the keys at work. When was that? Was he fighting uh, Juan or whoever? No, that was <coughs> at a current position. Where oh, we can't talk too much that's about right. it. But his head got split open. That's he right. He came home in stitches. Yeah, yeah. That's I right. had to kiss it. All right. Make it feel better. Mm. <laughs> the stitches. Uh, but real fight. No, head. I don't know. I mean, even myself, maybe just being a bigger guy who's whatever. Yeah. Not, people don't mess with me. But yeah. in sixth grade, I sort of got in a fight. Mm -hmm. But that was about it. But then I played a lot of sports. with a girl. Yeah. She kicked my ass. I yeah. uh, came pretty hard. <laughs> it's kind of fucked me up. I've to. I paid a lot of money for yeah. that kind of service. Now. <laughs> a lot of ball stomps. Yeah. Uh, not testicles. They just take four square balls and stomp them. Exactly. With their little sixth grade heels. Yeah. I mean, I converted my whole backyard into a school play yard. And yeah, people yeah. thought I was creepy. Right. I am, but not for the reasons they thought. I'm not, you know, not doing kid <laughs> stuff. Right. I am doing kid stuff in the sense I'm pretending to be a kid. Right. Reenacting those days, yeah. paying a woman to you know slam my face on scalding hot black asphalt, yes, yeah, uh, and then throw a red rubber ball right um, into that my house until I, I come. I don't think, unless you took that from something, I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen that as a joke on like a sketch show or anything yeah. where 
it's like a like a pedophile trying to act like he's not, but then you look like see his backyard is converted yeah, yeah. into a school <laughs> playground. Actual, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen just yeah the playground right backyard ever. Because we've all yeah. seen the people that are littles, like they act right, like baby right. they, in, in, into infantilism and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. But that's always the inside of the house. It seems like where they have like a big crib yeah, where you can and hide it toys and <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they yeah. dress like in a onesie and shit. Right, right. Uh, oh, <laughs> that reminds me, very related to our uh, suite of content. So. Yes. We do Adventurous Ghosts, one of our uh, Patreon-exclusive podcasts mm-hmm. uh, where we investigate each investigation of ghost adventures, the popular travel channel show, and the newest ghost adventures little mini-series has been the Serial Killer Spirits oh, yeah. series. And uh, one of the... So Zach Bagans and the Ghost Adventures crew, the GAC crew, yeah. head, into people's, <laughs> head into people's houses or the location or ancillary you know, town history museums and shit like that. Oh. <laughs> we just lost the Twitch, baby. All we can right. pause the recording, too. It's uh, fine. We'll pause it for two seconds, but oh. I never got... Have we lost the T, the Twitch, that TV? Uh, sorry for all you fans out there. The two or three people were stoked to finally be here. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Windows yeah. update. I kept pushing it back and kept saying, next hour, next hour. So I just never did it. The hour, And it man didn't give up. me the option to not do it right now. Yep. So that's why Windows fucking sucks, though. I have seen a lot because... of memes lately for some reason because there's been a lot of Windows updates lately, mm-hmm. um, which tends to happen when Microsoft's about to announce some new device or something like that. So it's like compatible or something. But yeah. uh, no, lots of people have been posting um, memes of like chase scenes in movies or cartoons where like death is coming after and it's just like Windows update, like just can't escape mm-hmm. it kind of thing. Yeah, because uh, like Mac, it'll just sit there and you can just work on the same system forever. Right. And it'll just, whenever you're ready, so for it to just be like, oh, I'm working, and then, nope, you're fucking done. Like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, that's the price you pay for versatility. Mac, or you're only a top or a bottom, no but with Windows, you can fuck or get fucked by anything you want. Yeah, by the Windows um, updates. And that's why there's more viruses, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a much more raw dog environment. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we were talking about adult babies on Ghost Adventures, so... Uh, Zach starts doing interviews to get to know the history of the location and whatever happened. And literally, he had this was the first time I saw him like acknowledge the weirdness. I mean, not the first time because usually they'll just laugh at people if they're fucking weird. Yeah. Um, but or they'll laugh amongst themselves after talking to them if they're a weirdo. But he introduced this woman who lives in the house that, um, H.H. Holmes or John Wayne Gacy was in for a while at uh-huh. some point. <laughs> and he had to introduce her. He's like, here is Jennifer, who identifies as a young girl, and she currently lives in the house. And she literally had a giant crib bed. Was He had to sit on the floor with her cross-legged next to her crib bed, and she was in like the pigtails and had like the yeah. pacifier hanging in a fucking little baby doll shirt. Yeah. And she was a 38-year-old woman. I guess you have to be some kind of fucked up to like live in a house like that knowingly. Right. Uh, so it probably attracts a certain type of yeah. just super odd person, and exactly. she probably frigs herself off to the ghost or thought of like right. him being there. Or something oh, stupid. I wish it was John Wayne Stracy. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm so horny. She talked normal. I have she a didn't penis. talk like that. Yeah. So she talked totally normal. Yes, that was like, what as was an annoying. adult and whatever, whatever. But <laughs> which made visually me wonder, she was yeah. this dumb kid. Which made me wonder. Is that she, the one thing that, that Zach and the crew asked her maybe to like not do the kid voice if possible? Or is this her going, I'm going to fuck with these people? Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> but it was. It seemed like a lot of commitment. But of course, 
of course, the Travel Channel has a big budget and could have totally set that whole thing up. But yeah. but she seemed like emotional, so either a very good actor or yeah, just, just that's a classic that's the way it is. <laughs> yeah, but it's you know they've had Back like in my day, you just say they were pretty fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, just I was pretty. trying to lead a little yeah. bit, but not. And then I was like, nope, Joey doesn't know where I'm going. <laughs> Uh, well, because I wasn't talking about like a gimp no, walking I know, across, I know, limping I know. across and that's what was going through my mind of like, oh no, he's not going to know. Yeah, where yeah. yeah, a couple of Igors over here. Um, but yeah, uh, we 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 are recording a few days early. Uh, I'm going to be gone. We all have plans. Yeah. So uh, yes, Queen, we, uh, we some... loaded up um, Aliens BC on uh, late Monday night this week. Yeah. Um, and uh, we we didn't like that episode. Um, it was uh, we watched this episode. No, this it was the NASA agenda. Or sorry, NASA's secret agenda. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Which was all about Werner von Braun. Right, or right. Brown, as yes. Sooks would say. Brock. Yes. Uh, and uh, you know how all of our technology is based off of Nazi technology or mm. Nazi found alien technology. Yeah. Um, Nazi do, Nazi don't. Exactly. Um, but uh, doing a lot of ums today. Feeling tired. We had a big uh, pizza hot dog nacho party. Got knocked out by them carbs. Mm -hmm. No alcohol. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Oh, that's a better beer. Yeah. Uh, You know, Galanti would have been upset. (laughs) Uh, Star of the beer there drunk that episode. Yes. yes. Uh, As our (laughs) flight from (laughs) Istanbul. No, from Munich to Istanbul. Yeah. Yeah. That is like, that's also like the funniest leg of a flight to meet (laughs) a guy like that on, too. Yeah, full Chicago. Yeah. (laughs) Going to Turkey. Yeah. (laughs) Well, routing back to. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Speaking of that, uh, not that it's Turkish, but that ISIS guy got fucking eaten by that dog, that Belgian Malinois, and the, the dog, the guy fucking blew up his vest chest, his chest right. vest bomb, his vest right. bomb with his family or something, and uh, and the dog survived and is fine because mm. we have all seen that picture by now. I think of the fucking dopey dog getting the. Um, the Medal of Honor or whatever, and uh, <laughs> and Trump's posting that our national hero, and the dog's just yeah. like, oh. but uh, the sad thing is, is that a bunch of fucking morons are going to go out and get a Belgian Malinois now and think right. they can raise a dog that's that fucking crazy, right? And right, not right. do military training, <laughs> right? 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 Very explicit, yes. Rigid training mm-hmm. um, for anyone's training needs. Go ahead and oh, reach yeah, out to Lucky Pups. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's uh. They do rigid hard training. It's all dick based training. It's all mm-hmm. fuck based training. So, yeah. uh, you know, they get the puppy addicted yeah. to come and you know and hard feelings. Exactly, in peanut butter. Yeah. And uh, and uh, yeah. So then then it becomes what would normally be seen as bestiality. It just becomes positive reinforcement training. As so. sheality. Yes. <laughs> Forced positive reinforcement yeah. training. <laughs> Forceful. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, that updates only at twenty percent. That's what I'm saying. Woo. Is a big in. Slow as we go. Because I did the one at work, and that was about 45 minutes straight. Yeah. And and it and literally- this is 80 hours gay. It, <laughs> that fucking update was two and a, a two and a half gigabyte Dutch language pack. It was the only again, thing in the whole fuck fucking Fuck you, update. Windows. I don't need your updates. I just, You're again, fear again. I just need to go on the internet and stream yeah. my porn. Now we jump to 69. I, <laughs> so Sir William Gates. Yeah. Gates. <laughs> yes, I would have said straights. Yeah, exactly. This is also not Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> I want your <laughs> clogs and Ferris wheels. No, Swedish. Windmills, no. Yeah. Really. I was saying you that finish? all morning, <laughs> getting ready. Yeah. No. You finish? Swedish. Yeah. No. no. Swedish. Swedish. 
<laughs> Again, listen to our no, Beard sure. Drunk Bad episode. Yeah, yeah. Other stars of the show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the guys in the Weird Progress restaurant. Yes. Where we weren't sure if they were actually Swedish or German. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I think we have some... Uh, there's no real alien news. Nothing going on right now, as far as I can um, tell. David Wilcock. Oh, here. This is the closest thing for me. David Wilcock, Five Heads at Freddy's, did tweet for the first time in a long time, and I always pay attention to that. Yeah, because those are but big all, ones. But all he was saying was, uh, "Thanks for all of the sentiment." He, and yes, he is living in L.A. proper, but he's safe from the fires. And thanks oh, for so. everyone that was worried. And he said, "But of course, I will have information." On this incident, and like basically saying, like they were firing. Why it's yeah. a conspiracy? So yeah. they were they started this whole fire to get to David exactly. and his house. Yep, um, and Corey Good because he's retarded. <clears throat> oh, it's starting up again. We'll see if it does another full restart. Sorry, Twitchers, doesn't yeah. matter what I'm saying because you're hearing this afterwards. So Correct. this is now secret content for the Twitch <laughs> the Twitch yeah. uh, audience on Twitch. Um, but uh, working on your updates. Yeah, we have some. Uh, this will take a while. <laughs> we have some uh, reaching for the stars here, uh, which is where we ask you the little probers and probets out there to give us a five star review on Apple Podcast or Facebook or wherever you can give us star ratings. Or just really positive comments we'll read, too. But those star ratings uh, help us come up in the rankings and you know search algorithms and all yeah. that fun stuff. So um, the first one, sorry, we will give you a shout-out on the air if you give us a five-star rating and review us in the comments of that five-star rating. So yeah. uh, this one is from Bobo3380, which I thought maybe was another Bo Bandy screen name, uh -oh. but I don't think it's the same person. Um, best podcast in some multi-universe. Joe likes it when I take a hot steamy dump on his chest. He downs that shit like it's mint chip ice cream. In return, he face sits on me and teabags me for hours on end while I shove a mic in my black hole. Love the show, guys. Awesome entertainment. It's nice to hear other dudes out there in the same humor level that listen and watch most of the same things I do. <laughs> Thank you, Bobo3380 on Apple Podcast. <laughs> this is a long one. This comes from Hober underscore Mallow, uh, also on Apple Podcast from the UK. Yes. Great Britain, not so great. You know, depends yeah. on how you ask, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to try. Might be shitty, but he he wants me to read this in uh, Childress Chime in voice and Von Daniken viewpoint uh, voice and all that stuff. He basically is writing this as it pings from character to character on the show. So uh, he says, uh, like some kind of uh, amazing podcast. He says. It's like some kind of audible experiences for your lug holes. A weird sonic frequency that resonates through the bone labyrinth, starting with the so-called vestibule, moving through to the semenicular can... <laughs> he says canals, but he capitalizes A-M-A-L. Anal. <laughs> yes. Uh, to, <laughs> to end up in the cloaca of your brain to discuss the finer points of the ancient aliens theory. And then he says, "Childress, chime out." Chime <laughs> like N. And then Eric Von Daniken. If you want to listen to so-called experts discussing the episodes of the show that brought my career back from the 1970s, <laughs> ignoring <laughs> ignoring my, uh, mildly popular books, then this is not the show for you. Uh, Eric Von Daniken out. Uh, we get a souk alert here. This podcast is unbelievable. The idea that two Homo sapiens from the area that we call California in this age could have the advanced technology that would provide them not only a platform to send messages across the globe, 
and that's written weird, so it just ends there. Uh, and now it's Graham Hancock <laughs> to finish it out. Yeah. Uh, I cannot agree with these. These uh, I cannot wait. I cannot agree with these. These I cannot stand. Grease these. Yeah. These. <laughs> I cannot stand behind these mainstream uh, podcast presenter charlatans. Those who would openly make such disgusting nothing. Uh, those who would openly make such. Oh, he's he's. You got to edit your shit more, uh, uh, Hobermel, if you want it to be That's a script. So. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> the, is those, this all iTunes? Those who would openly make such disgusting jokes that would be considered by the mainstream podcast enthusiasts as mere abhorrent toilet humor, as we refer to it in the in the UK, uh, and for those who have never listened to Probing Ancient Aliens, the previous are all. Oh, he doesn't even do an end Hancock thing. Here's here's Hober Mello as a gentleman now, uh, and for those who have never listened to Probing Ancient Aliens, the previous are all in jokes from the podcast based on some of the ancient a- uh, alien theorists. If you watched Ancient Aliens enjoyed it or on the skeptical side or watch it out of the th- interest out of the interest the theory of the theory and enjoy two blokes chatting funny bumptious <laughs> adult banter then this podcast is a delight for your ears uh thank you hover underscore mal <laughs> yes those have not posted to itunes yet <laughs> quite a <laughs> going through the review yes process. uh yeah that was from last, last they were from the last two days so um i think they celebrate halloween in the uk Pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's kind of, a, I mean, it's a Puritan sort of thing, but it really was a pagan thing initially, too. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the chance to get over as a way shit. to keep kids inside. Yes. Um, God. It says your PC will restart several times. Wow. Wow. So. Wow. Whoa. Um, yeah, Why? this, uh, oh, sorry, did you have any alien news you yeah. were talking about? Okay. Um, I also have seen some pretty epic ads on social media for the newest uh, season of Ancient Aliens. And it looks like a lot more on-location shit, like a lot mm-hmm. more drone shots, a lot more real wide shots of, like, it's like Sukalos is in a fucking boat under an ice cave on the fucking ocean. It's, like, all this gnarly shit. Yeah. And uh, they're making it very much... They're, they're really turning the ancient astronaut theorists into the Indiana Jones-style guys. Right, 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 right. Hunting uh, down these forbidden right. secrets. But also, it's like, I, I've always wondered that. Like, why don't they go out there and kind of host their own shit? Like, why don't they, like, fucking do a, a documentary or an ancient alien special, you know, where it's like, hey, let's go into Puma Punku. And, like, right, we, right, we right. have access and shit like that. So it's kind of a kind of a bummer to see them five minutes out on location and then it's just talking heads again, you know? Right, right, right. It's like if they're going that big and the show continues to be this popular... Do some production. Right, and they're making that there. fucking alien con money and right, right. contacting the desert money, then, uh, you know, start to... God I don't know. What. Widen, yeah. widen the variety of, of the type of content that goes into the show, I right. guess. So visit Coppin's grave, for fuck's sake. Show your respect. Yeah. So Go spit on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have quoted like that. This was only because it was revolving around his mouth cancer. Right. <laughs> Did he have mouth cancer? I don't know. Remember his neck and jaw kept know. getting swollen. Like oh, it might mean symptoms. Well, yeah, yeah. Probably, <laughs> he probably had some in his lymph nodes at the very least. That would have been sad if he had mouth cancer since the beginning of Ancient Aliens. But uh, oh, someone's <laughs> letting Man, some loose over to there. Uh, but it, his, but his but like ten years ago he had a totally normal voice and it was only because like right. the tumors were sitting on his throat or yep. vocal cords or something and so he talked like oh, that kind of swollen <laughs> tongue. Hey man, I'm for the coppers. Hey baby. Hey, yeah, what? he's actually like becoming lighter skin, so he's a dark skin man right. before and 
from the Bronx or right. Chicago or yeah. something. I don't know. I'm just Philly from the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my little locks. I'm from the Bronx. I'm still doing things. It's just with my trunks. I'm going to make you want take a zonk. I did see one of the previous uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts from a couple weeks ago, and it was the one that said, you really chunk my chonk. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, let's get into it. We're in, not in a rush, but we are trying to get out uh, for a Halloween night plans here. So um, the How's episode, candy, baby? the episode starts off with, uh, what's, what's a robot? What is a robot? These are fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so these are very Asian robots. <laughs> They're very Japanese robots. Oh, and like yes. just the sleepiest looking robot too, yes. like no offense, but yeah. just like This is what they call oh. in the video game world now that graphics are getting yeah. so close to photorealistic, but they call it the uncanny valley. Right. of like when it's so realistic but it's there's so many little things now, like when your mind yeah. can accept when it's stylized because of either right. technical limitation, artistic limitations, limitations of the media, or you're trying to represent something like impressionism or something. But like when you're trying to go fully real, <laughs> and yeah. all these little things, like ooh, the eyes are like five percent bigger than normal human eyes. Yeah. The nose is kind of shinier than it's. And well, and that's like your brain. Go, your brain almost thinks it looks worse. That, you know? That's a symptom, I, and I can't remember what that's called. But that's yeah. like a thing that creeps people out. Right. Which is why it's like it either has to be perfect. <laughs> you made a funny little like your fingers over your shoulder went creeps people <laughs> out like like you were like a little monster talking <laughs> out gonna, of my yeah. shoulder like you were petting a pocket yeah. monster or something creeps like that people. or a Pokemon. My huh? Creepies. Just rip off more people. <laughs> <My> creepy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I can't remember what it's called, but yeah. it's something where if it's just it's off. Like, it's like revolting to them. Yeah. yeah. Could be, so that's what's so off-putting. So it's better just to make it like completely not humanoid. Yeah, just make it stylized. And or not, something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then people will accept it more than you right. trying to like. Right imitate a human and, and case in point all of the more plasticky metal looking robots that would look like cartoons yeah those are like oh it's cute it's a right. bear or it's a weird the dreamers robot is like a big eye yeah, like whatever a smooth bud. face like piece of metal or right. some shit but of course the japanese with all their interesting hang-ups and unbridled and and you know pressure cooker well, everything must kept, be perfect yes and... like the they they start off with this the scientist it was it was big news back in 2015 i remember hearing yeah. about it all the time but um, he, he, this guy, I can't remember. I, I didn't even write down his fucking name. You can look it up, but he it made ro- a robot that looks just like him. Right. And, uh, and he's talking about how the differences really with this advanced robot are just how many actuators there are, the little motors in the face. Most robots will have like, had like 12 at that point. Right. This is 120. And he said that the point is he's trying to bridge that uncanny valley. He's saying right. like human, human beings, human beings. Stink all the time out of the yes. little butt cracks, but uh, no human beings. So sweet, also. T- we never stop moving, really. You know, we're never right. perfectly still unless we're sleeping. But even then, we're even your capillaries and, and your blood's changing. Right. Dog polaries. You know, things are, you know, yeah. It's gonna get nuts, and they <laughs> right. they turn into a cocoon and then just right. become beautiful butterflies. Right. <laughs> Mariposas. Yeah, see. Uh, um, <laughs> but yeah, he's like, uh, oh, uh, it's, it's, all it's, smoking, <laughs> the swelling right. in the chest for the mammary. And Steve is not <laughs> even doing, he's doing an exact impression of the kind of shit they're saying on screen. Yeah. And it actually comes off as actually, is pretty not impressive. Yeah. Because the delay on, so basically they have this robot 
set hooked up to a microphone like radio transmitter or something. <laughs> the one where he gets poked in the face. Yes. He's all... Yeah, he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> and he's got a weird mole there. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just, again, very creepy looking. But uh, there's a big delay, and they have the main um, uh, scientist who... Who's kind of like a for like in the video game world like a Hodeo Kojima? He looks like an auteur, like this artist, yeah, and he's just like sitting there. Kind of longish, shaggy hair. <laughs> he's sitting there getting clean. interviewed with sunglasses on in yeah. a dark room, <laughs> and he's just like, uh, you know, something and he's just saying yeah, about yeah. the actuators and stuff. Right. And then they have like what who seems to be the guy doing all the work, like the super nerdy yeah. Japanese guy, and he's just like, you must understand yeah. about all. <laughs> and then it shows it shows another assistant. Who's hooked up to the interface to talk, and the and the the line that they're choosing to showcase is him saying, "Oh, <laughs> oh, I was dying," uh, yeah. he, <laughs> because the robot's just like sitting again, not yeah. in like a human way in right, a chair. Right. His just, arms yeah. are a little too short and weird, right? And he he's saying, "I, <laughs> God damn it." <laughs> I loves milking. Oh. He's saying, I I think the cafeteria <laughs> crosses too early. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Yeah, what, the robot wants <laughs> to go fucking eat lunch or yeah, something? It's a hungry robot. <laughs> yeah, in it's a, a kid's cap- robot. <laughs> in a kid, I'm picturing like in a kid's cafeteria. Yeah. <laughs> Just like crying with a little bit of milk. Uh, oh, I don't think... <laughs> Milk just from like outside yeah. the mazza is fresh. <laughs> like you, you just expected like them to be kind of talking casually to each other about robot yeah. stuff, but it's just like yeah. <laughs> it's almost like a weird touring test question where it was just yeah. like, "Hey, do, what did you? What do you think about the cafeteria closing yeah. at five thirty? And he's like, "Oh, cafeteria." And there, there's like a two second delay, right. and the from fucking the lips and like the audio, <laughs> yes. like well. And they're doing full anime mouth. Like, they're not right. the, like, you know, Robert Clotworth is going, oh, you know, over 100 actuators in the lips alone are doing yeah. all. And I'm like, it looks like he's just going, mum, 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 mum. Yeah, like, yeah. literally, like anime. Like, it's, and Japanese is a fast talking, kind of a, almost a Very romance language. Yeah. But you can see them move their fucking mouths in right. different ways. Like, they're not just going, mum, 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 you know, what, right. I don't know, but it's very well, odd. S- Nakamura sounds always ma 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 ma. <laughs> yes, <laughs> always smoking. Oh, <laughs> I think we've talked about Nakamura son in have. past episodes, yeah. but I uh, think he was a s- the adult milking grows to early, <laughs> drain yeah. early. Uh, he was an agency man directly from Japan who yes. we then turned into a big milk, br- as, big breast fetish. Person. As he was presenting to us for hours. <laughs> We made him into a character, <laughs> like fifteen feet away from him, <laughs> rebranding our whole brand, and then had dinner with him, asked him all kinds of questions, at, uh, Javier's or whatever, yeah, where he then talked about how he yes. basically never goes home. <laughs> we had to, and we had to, we we really explained what ranch dressing was to him. <laughs> it took like oh, a minute, and then he was like, "Ah, ah, yes, I would have that cream, cream yes. dressing." Because it was like a Caesar ranch or something, and we were like, first we had to explain ranch, and then yeah. kind of what else was Caesar? It too, yeah. but, oh, oh, um, oh, I Caesar, And he was like very disappointed though when he he thought the the cream was going to come out of the waitress's breast. Exactly. Yes. And he's like, "Ah, uh, I need more fill up," and we're like, "She just brought more back." Yes. He's like, "Oh." Oh, I see. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, 
I wonder what he thinks of, hoping he's still alive, um, I wonder what he thinks about, I was just reminded of this scene at my uh, barbershop last night. They always have Netflix or Amazon or something you mm. know, streaming, and they were playing the episode of The Boys where Elizabeth Shue oh, finally yeah, yeah. opens her, tit to, <laughs> her big tit for to, um, what's his name? Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mistopheles. No, no, it was uh, uh, Borderlands. Not Borderlands. It was uh, uh, something like that, though. Homelander. Homelander. Yeah, yeah. and he's Because he has like mommy issues and stuff. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, Spoiler alert. But I wonder if uh, Nakamura-san was down there. I wonder if he just fucking exploded. Yeah. Like, Maybe he was the, the inspiration place. for that part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's the inspiration. <laughs> yeah, they interview just <laughs> random people for different scenes for inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Characters. Just, just fucking milk freaks and piss yeah. freaks. All right, guys. <laughs> Come on in. Tell us your story. Dog fucking freaks. Um, yeah, they show that other robot, the uh, the Dreamer, um, which is it doesn't even have legs, but but they're basically building kind of those classic like Boston Dynamics looking legs for it, right, and it's right, going right. to be mobile. And <laughs> yeah, when that was on, I was like, yep, yeah, yeah, they're doing a little jig. They're like, yeah, because it doesn't even look like they're walking; they're just going, yeah, just like stomping their feet up and down, right? Like the way bird posts, yeah, like a bird, like the way bird cartoons make them walk, you know. Um, hey, three reviews ago it said shut that cat up, okay? Okay. Hey, <laughs> I think they liked it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're they're making the point the point basically that it won't be much longer before robots could be indistinguishable from humans, which is yeah. totally fair and totally fair. Uh and probably ten or fifteen years we will be getting because again, not that not that, that Japanese robot looked terrible. If it was just sitting there, you'd be like, Oh, that's like a crazy wax uh yeah, sculpture wax, or yeah. something. But as yeah. soon as it starts moving, it's a little whatever. But um, and it almost seemed like, well, I made the point later, I'm like, why is it Boston Dynamics guys aside who are making very robot-looking robots, Europe and Japan seems like they only care about making creepy humanoid or cartoonish right. robots right. that are alive-seeming or something, fucking. you know? So Cooking um, and fucking. Which is funny, because it's more, it, it kind of goes into our... The, the American like zeitgeist of independence. It's like we we're, we want to make these robots to work and do right, functional right, right. things, not be our friends, not have it be this piece of holistic art and like whatever yeah. you know. So um, they uh, they got this guy Stephen Fuller, and he he's like a PhD. I've heard his name before, I, and, and but he wrote a book called Humanity 2.0, and it's all about the transhumanist movement and all this stuff. But yes. he like he was like the old kind of like like bald guy. His his ears were so strange shaped, like he, they were massive ears mm-hmm. on like just a bearded brown bald head, and uh, but his ear lobes were huge. But also, it was like his ears were inverted. The way most people's ears have a conical, you know, cartilage on the top of the ear going mm-hmm. out, it's like somebody just like twisted his ears one eighty degrees. Right, so the tops are on the bottom. It's very strange, like Buddha's ears, but like gnarlier. But he kind of had a weird voice. And I was just, yeah. I was like laughing because I'm like, this is the guy talking about what it means to be human yeah. <laughs> the whole time, you know. But um, I, I do. I was working in my lab. was <laughs> late one night. <laughs> uh, that being said, like, for for a subject that I always really love, like, about, like, hey, what does it mean for a robot or Android or something we created to be alive and feel pain right. or whatever? Yeah. Um, and he makes the good point that, like, it's not that difficult. As soon as a as a robotic or artificial being starts asking about its own existence, yeah. you kind of have to start treating it like it's alive because right. it knows it exists and all that stuff. So, hey, man, God doesn't come down here and talk to us, so why do we got to talk to yeah. it? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, yeah. they show a big teddy bear robot uh, picking up a Japanese lady. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is the point of this? And she's just like, oh. Yeah, it's uh, anime IRL. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and they start getting, like, again, flipping back and forth. They get real sinister here. They start talking about, but what if they take over and all yeah. this stuff? What Nick Pope. Blade Runner? Nick Pope, they're, like, using for a lot of shit now. Oh, yeah. Because um, he probably, I feel like he wasn't on much before this. Right, like and part of my origins is that I don't work at the British Ministry of Defense anymore, so right. what do I do for a living? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so now they're like, oh, we have this real deal guy who right. is in the government. Yeah. Let's use him to the full extent. Right. Yeah. yeah, we'll throw him a fucking Red Bull. We'll throw yeah. him some weed once in a while. Yeah. We'll buy him some American clothes. Yeah, and then fresh we'll, pair of Tevas yeah. every six yeah. months. We'll give him a hundred bucks fucking bar uh, tab, you know, for yeah. free, and then he can just Whatever go to town. Contact. Yeah. You know, he's into some weird stuff, but nothing we all haven't tried before. Yeah. It's just, Hasn't you know, killed anyone yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a little suffocation, yeah. a little infantilization. I've come close several times, yeah. but I've somehow pulled back. <laughs> you got real... Uh, um, Sammy Davis. Yes, yeah, Sammy Davis come there. On, or well, the cryptozoology guy, whatever that yeah, guy's yeah. name is. Because he, he is very frail and yes. just walking oh, and looking yes. so tough. And yeah, it's a frail aggressiveness he was right. walking like. And that's yeah. what I think was the creepiest thing. Right. Was he was just walking like, yeah. like full revenge like of the nerd stuff. any one of us just like punched him in the chest, he just died. Yes. <laughs> yeah, his brittle yeah. rib cage would just fucking yeah, stab his, his lungs. His British old bones. Yeah, Yeah, he like Wolverine claws his own heart with his yeah. own ribs. Uh, but yeah, he's he expounds upon the sinister danger of machines getting, and we've all talked about this a billion times. If you're Literally, if you're listening this far into the show... You've had discussions with your friends probably for hours about this yeah. shit, but um, but he said he he talks about that the the scariest part could be, and they end up focusing on this a lot. Yeah, is self replicating machines. Right. Um, so he says, if it gets smarter than us, we better watch out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so then of course they ask, so were robots around in the ancient past? That's the whole point of the show in this episode. We go all the way back to Abydos, Egypt, to Osiris Hall. Which I think was pretty recently found, like the last twenty years or something like that. I could be wrong, but they talked about it on the show before, and uh, it has some unique depictions of Osiris. It's supposed to be technically his tomb, even though it's not proven. Mm-hmm. Um, and the theory is that Osiris was a robot. So because of his origin, that he was dismembered by his brother Set, and and Isis found the parts and put him back together and revived him. That. That's you know that sounds like a robot. So right, right. Sukes also makes a weird point to start off when he says like, "There's this like sun disc pictured with him, and that means he's an alien too." And so it's not only robot, but obviously if there wasn't anything that advanced on Earth when Egyptians were around, they must have been alien. Right. Again, throwing away a lot of what Aliens BC, the first episode in this exact same season, was talking about, which is. It could have been an advanced race 100,000 years ago that got alien tech and passed that along, too. Yeah. Um, but again, they just want to talk about what's right in front of them, which doesn't make for a great, robust, you know, uh, airtight yeah. theory. So, um, But, yeah, we get our first Sukler, and he says, you know, one of the most famous stories about Osiris was his dismemberment by his brother Set. It just got his dick cut off. Uh, Isis succeeded in resurrecting him. Uh, Isis succeeded. In resurrecting <laughs> now when i hear a story like that i have to ask the question is it possible that osiris was not t- some type of biological entity but perhaps he has some type he was some type of machine or robot um medallion man comes on immediately after that osiris as a resurrected figure clearly has a spinal column that represents a tesla coil the jed pillar 
And so the the there's one picture. Um, sorry, so I'll I'll just do the sukkah here. He says, in this one carving at Abydos, Isis has her hand inserted into Osiris's back, <laughs> <laughs> and it could explain how she was manipulating Osiris. And I was I'll admit, I went to my mommy's house last night. We were we she went there specifically to put our hands in each other's backs. No, yeah. we went there specifically to finish off a large keg um, that we got for a party on Saturday. All? Most of it. It was Jesus down to where it was barely Christ. going, but it was probably a third of it left, and then Monday some people came over, and then we No, I know. It. I'm just... It, um, it's a lot of beer. But, uh, uh, so I was a little buzzed when I came home writing this stuff, too, and, and I just wrote, oh, like a fuck puppet? <laughs> like, I was angry about it, but yeah, yeah. like... They they don't hold on this point very long, and they do show like um, the just the torso and head of Osiris like hooked up kind of to this big pillar thing, and uh, Isis is like on the other side doing things with his limbs and stuff like that. And the Jed pillar, if it's this pillar of power, to me, of course, you could say that's a fucking you know whatever. Tesla coil yeah. or whatever. But I also just think it represents like putting power back. I don't. I have no clue, but. Um, Again, I was it was I didn't start watching this till eleven twenty last night, and so I was trying to just get the notes and get through yeah. it. But uh, I guess I could have looked up the Jed Pillar, and it probably has a very a very mythologically normal explanation. Mm-hmm. And there's a, probably a symbology there that's very simple that as to why he's next to it or something right, right, too. Right. But um, it's like a symbol of life or something yeah. like that. Um, so we go on our next segment, which is uh, are, is, is there physical evidence of ancient robotics? We don't really go into robotics, but we do go into an ancient computer. Um, and it's the more the more we talk about the Antikythera device, which is the classic like Greek gearbox looking thing. Um, it's not that it's not impressive, but when when you know eight thousand years before that, people were moving giant stones into the same kinds of positions on dirt right. to predict the shadows and, and the stars, and all this would tell yeah. time and astronomy. It's not that hard that they fucking cast some bronze with certain gearbox teeth to do the same thing. Right, well, to figure out that gears move in circles and these things right. connect and all that stuff. I don't know, I was spinning my head so yeah. much. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh uh, blow my mind. Oh, so. Mr. Robot says. <laughs> See. Um, again, this episode really starts to drift, though, from aliens. It's like, yeah. cool, old computers, where's the aliens? Right. Guy fingering this chick or chick fingering this guy. Where's the aliens? Right. But again, it's not like, oh, it's an alien being the mastermind. Right. Or, oh, these were advanced metals they couldn't make right. at the time that they then figured out to right. turn into circuit boards or something. There are a lot of times in the last few seasons, especially, where this series could simply just be called Ancient Mysteries. Yeah. And that's literally the section well, in a bookstore that this that literally ancient alien books. Like a lot of like yeah. Wilcock, Von Danik, and all those guys. There's a section in like Barnes and Noble now that's called Ancient Mysteries, and it's yeah. all this shit right. and conspiracy stuff and whatever. Yeah, because it's more like the, the, some of these episodes are just ancient technology. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, they had this back then. Right. Cool. Isn't that crazy? Right. Yep. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then and then making dumb leaps on how could right. they? It only could have been aliens or right. whatever. Or Graham Hancock says it only could have been Ray a precursor race. You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, Childress chimes in for the first time here, and he's again he's he's probably his slickest looking. But he also seems, again, very tired and very kind of yeah. like, I don't know, or sick or something like that. But uh, he's got the the more modern, the the uh, the current Childress look where it's like the big open-throated collar on top of a big open-throated right. blazer. 
Um, a big open throat. He had Patrick yeah. Swayze rip his throat out, mm-hmm. um, so it would improve his Got voice and everything. Turkey. Yes. Yeah. Um, but he chimes in and he says, "You know, uh, the discovery of the Antikythera device." He says it very fast. Antikythera device yeah. uh, was like finding a a jet plane in the tomb of King Tut. Uh, I thought he was going to make that fucking stupid junkyard jet plane tornado, oh, yeah. putting it together as a better chance of God not existing mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, and it was so amazing to them that they had never, ever conceived that the ancient Greeks would have had the knowledge of a mechanical device like this. It's completely changed the way we perceive ancient history. And that's that's true. and That's fine. But this thing was found in 1900 by sponge divers. So their understanding of... Hey, Patrick! <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, SpongeBob? Patrick, I want, you to use, I want you to insert your five arms in my ass yeah. like Isis did to her husband. How about I jam my nose in your, one of your holes in your back? <laughs> oh, do you like my dab meme nah. on the top of that parade float? Hey, <laughs> 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 um, <I use> SpongeBob. <laughs> I'm still horny, Patrick. Yeah. Well... I guess we'll just have to keep fucking. It's because we're so wet down here at the bottom of the sea all the time. Are you ready to fuck, kids? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, we we move on very quickly from the Antikythera device, which they keep talking about being a computer, right? And we actually don't move on. They keep bouncing back. The, this whole segment is about that device and then the the moving statues of Rhodes right. and uh, Lemnos uh, yeah. uh, at Hephaestia. So um, we uh, they have some really shitty CG this episode of like just a statue of like a normal Greek you know soldier guy and yeah. just gets off his pedestal and just starts walking. I mean, this looks like the animations from the game Mist back mm-hmm. on like PC oh, yeah. back <laughs> in the nineties. You know, um, like just pre rendered, no textures. Right. But kind of lighting effect, so it actually again that uncanny kind of valley. Cool. It's like yeah. just make it look like a cartoon. Don't try to make it. It, it looks like reboot. Uh, right, right. Oh, I the, love that joke. Yeah, oh, everything's in nanoseconds, my friend. Exactly. With uh, Enzo, his little yeah. brother, Tim Curry was Gigabyte or whatever the right, bad guy. Yeah. I think. Um, but uh, and I think like the last episode of that was kind of sad, where they had to literally like reboot their the entire existence, world. and they all kind of forgot about all the adventures they had or something like that. Um, I just remember it was one of those weird shows that was on at like six thirty in the morning yeah, during yeah. the week. Right. So it's exactly. like I had to like before school program. Yeah, I had to get up super early just to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I did a lot, but yeah. that same was with the Mega Man the cartoon, show. it was the yeah, same yeah. too. Yeah. I'm like, why can't you just be on fucking Saturday or Sunday? I know. Or in the afternoon power right, hours, right, like, right? Right. In right in between Power Rangers Come and on. Batman the animated series. Come the sweet on. spot. Um but uh anyway. They talk about the Greek uh, uh, island of Rhodes and the giant statues that were there um, that, like, fucking, like, threw rocks and shit at, at ships and uh, would burn them and stuff like that. And, and again, the CG, like, <laughs> of that statue at Rhodes fucking looks like... It's called Talos or something like that. It fucking looks like an X-Men cartoon thrown yeah. back into Greek mythology. Right. Um, so, again, they're leading you on... Which, which is the, that's the kind of shit I hate, right? Like, at least draw it like an ancient Greek would make a statue. Yeah. Why are you now fucking with the audience and leading the audience and manipulating us by making it look like a future thing? Yeah. Um, which is you just doubling down that, of course, it was misinterpreted technology. It was a robot. It's like, no, if they had that technology, they would still make it look like a fucking Greek statue. Like, it right, would still right. be in their style, in that, yeah. you know? So, um, 
So, of course, they ask where did they get that tech. Sooks and Wilcock, of course, say that it's aliens, right? It could only have been aliens. We get our first Wilcock drift. He says, when you have your hands on the Antikythera device, that proves that they had that technology 1,500 years too early. The point is that that technology really exists, and from a technology like that, going to robotics is not too much farther. And extraterrestrials would very well have had that capability at the time. If that was weird, at, at the, the time, time. I'm, oh, I'm turning a little robot here. At the time, <laughs> but this is a key thing. This is a key flaw in ancient astronaut theory. Extraterrestrials would have very well have had that capability at that time. At, God damn it! It's at the time. At, I think, at that, that time. time. If you believe what this legend says at face value, and that's where. It's not really a scientific theory anymore. This becomes more of a belief system where it's like you have to just accept that those myths were 100% true. Yeah. It's like, okay, but we, 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 know, we know there are myths that aren't true too. You right. Know? So and it, things that are rooted in other stories from the time that then just exactly. become. Now that's the main I hate myth. rude characters in exactly. stories too. Rude boys. <laughs> uh, Bo Bandy said he was bummed. He, missed, he caught the stream and then was scared we got caught up in them fires. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so. Caught up or cut up? Caught. Oh. <laughs> they got all them fire daggers coming Uh-oh. out slicing us up. And my bro said he uh, walked in and another person dropping a deuce. Oh, God. That door needs yeah. to get fixed. We have, a, to, we have a bathroom stall at work that seems like it's locked when you turn the thing, but you have to really crank it and jam it. Yeah. Um, like when you're training a Belgian Malinois. You know? Exactly. Uh, but... Uh, but yeah, lots. We've had, I don't know, probably five or six personally, either us walking in or getting walked in on in the past right. few months. <laughs> getting that shit. Because I had a full Winnie the Pooh situation a few months ago too. Luckily, yeah. my it was just my cheekers and not my little che- my little cheekers. Yeah, not my saggers. Yes. <laughs> Come on, baby, you got cheekers yeah. or saggers? Come so on. Let's, let's go. see. Them. <laughs> but yeah, you have to just believe the myth, have faith in it, and and it will be true. And it's like. Okay, well, you guys are shitting on conventional religions points. You're shit, you know, you're shitting on whatever you want when it's against right. what you're saying. I would I would love an episode or episodes where they went into myths that have been proven to be untrue at this point, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. but they'll never do that. So, uh, as we've as we pointed out as much as we can, there's a lot of shit that's just been flat out debunked since the filming of these episodes too. Yeah. But like the whole episode will be about how that must be true, you know. So right. Um, again, not saying there's nothing ever true on this show, but always remember to be critical about these things. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, there were also robots on Lemnos, uh, which is where um, the god Hephaestus was kind of cast down from uh, Olympus and for trying to give the gods fire. Or was that Prometheus? That was Prometheus. Okay. Hephaestus, sorry, was like thrown down off the mountain. He landed on Lemnos. The city was called Hephaestia because of him. And he apparently had these robotic servants that right. did all the hard work. We get like the the real hip haircut return of Richard Raider, Raider Nation, oh, right, right, who's right. the classics professor at UCLA, your bitter yeah. rival Fuck as a them. as a Trojan man. The, the dumb bullshit Bruins. Our condoms are better, Richard. Come on, go back to your book learning. I'll They're be fucking chicks with super strong latex. And not getting fucking diseases. Yeah. <laughs> like all you Greek yeah. lovers out uh, there. You're going huh? Greek style, uh, huh? butt stuff. Yeah, we all know AIDS is in fucking gyros and yeah. fucking <laughs> falafel and shit. Jammed in bananas <laughs> and then sold to unwilling <laughs> people, unknowing people. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Our friend's wife was Greek. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The, our Dorsh. Fr- yeah. No, I know. Dorner. I was going to say. Uh, one of our friend's wives thought that the urban, it was like a internet 
urban yes, legend exactly. going around at the time that they were injecting AIDS blood into bananas. Right. And, and people could then get AIDS from that. <laughs> All false. Yeah. Also, as she was serving Oreos to us, uh, talking about how she won't let the kids have any because they give people cancer. No, well, the kids were running up saying, here you go. These yeah. will give you cancer. Right. <laughs> okay. And they're like, we have to have Trader Joe's because they're <laughs> organic or whatever. They can't have white sugar. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I forgot. You can't have white sugar, even though it's like not a funny thing, sugar, but, but it is true. They don't have yeah. any like refined yeah, yeah, sugar or yeah. anything. Um, That's for the better. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he, he's the one that designed uh, Tallow. Sorry, the giant statue at Rhodes was not the one that came to life and threw rocks at the ships, right. but it did guard the city. Talos was a giant bronze statue that guarded Crete, the yeah. island of Crete. Um, and it, yeah, it shows it down there like fucking... I don't know, Magneto or Ultron or something, right. just like melting a ship with fire and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, why did it have to get so close? Why couldn't it shoot the fire out? It literally had to be up next to it, look over it, and be like, ah, oh, like yeah. toasting it, you know, to like just warming his hands then. over the ship. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> just crush the ship. Right. <laughs> um, or throw more rocks at it or right, something. Right. But uh, they then do a little bit of a. Uh, uh, like some out of Cabin Boy or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, they do a little bit. Uh, yeah. These are all like porn robots. Yeah. <laughs> these are porn myths. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they go into little montages. They always do. They just throw out other examples. So they talk about the goal, the goal, the golem, uh, which uh, uh, Clotworthy pronounces it like from the Jewish Talmud, from the the Torah, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, India talks. Of, in, India has myth, myths that talk about spirit movement machines in the Lokemanati book. Um, and the Chinese have like you know three thousand year old stories of like this robot being gifted to this emperor, um, Jonathan Young, who's completely underused this episode. Anytime they're talking a fuck ton about myths, I don't know why they don't have him on more and more and more. It's very weird, but yeah. um, since obviously as we've seen him twice now, not seen panels, but we've seen we saw him at AlienCon twenty eighteen putzing around and signing yeah. things, and then we saw the panel this year at twenty nineteens, yeah. and he's just like such a great kind of classicist kind of. Like a because he's a psychologist too, so right. he he understands these psychological Jungian archetypes throughout all of these stories, um, which a lot of times probably could help prove their points. It might help disprove yeah. it too, but um, but anyway, he basically just says he makes an interesting point that they kind of almost throw away, which is, you know, for as long as there have been myth, you know, myths, uh, they have been there's been stories of inanimate beings being turned into right. living inanimate humanoid beings, and I'm like, ah, that's the point, right? Yeah. They weren't making ro- a lot of robots, which right. again, totally thought they'd be doing wheels within wheels from the book of Ezekiel or yeah. the Mana Machine. Not one mention. This episode really was all about humanoid machines. Right, right. Or that look like living things of some kind, animals they or whatever. Breathe the spirit in and right. then light them up. Um, but that really says something more about psychology because why aren't the stories about, oh, they made this weird factory machine Computer. that just does a task yeah, yeah. right you know so to help us um, with math exactly to find right. the ultimate question right um or the ultimate answer and i guess the antikythera device is that but they talk about that specifically as a computer not a robot right, so right. but robots also, are run by computers uh, and yeah anyone who's on the twitch we are wow because we're not on the twitch anymore yeah, still fucking updating. that still fucking computer is still <laughs> updating it is on twenty two percent on a separate update. It's fine. It'll be a brand new machine. No, I know. After just, this, yeah. we'll see. <laughs> we'll run <laughs> exactly explode. the same. Yeah. Twitch is now not compatible. Yeah, with Windows. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Fuck. That's the last program that Twitch yeah. put into Twitch for this right. update, just to give you one final reaction. Goodbye exactly. from the software. Yeah. So thank you for your service. 
Okay. Thank you for your servers. Yeah. Um, uh, they go into uh, the Mars rover now, which is a very non-human robot, but a human-controlled robot, the one that is the little fucking car that's on Mars, taking soil samples and pictures and shit. Um, Nick Pope points out the point that they're going to be making for most of the rest of the episode, which is that sending robots out into space are far easier to send out into space than humans. And if that's what we do, then it's uh, if that's what we do now, then it's sure as heck what the extraterrestrials will be doing. Right. And I'm like, I was like, not that I de- necessarily disagree, but is it sure as heck, Nick? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because I made a point somewhere later where the and I was talking to my wife about. It, I was like, the ancient astronaut theorists have a problem where they, it's a paradox. It's like a catch twenty two for them in trying to use real world current science evidence or only near future examples of things of where science is going in 20 years 10 years five years they're limiting how they can even ponder about super advanced beings because they're only thinking when all of their examples are mildly more advanced beings than us they're always thinking of limitations of earth and what we know they're thinking of like they're thinking of the next generation iphone or even 10 generations of iphone it's like but yeah but what if after four generations from now, the iPhone is a completely different thing? Right. That's what about you... when the phone was not the iPhone and right. now it's the iPhone? What if the iPhone becomes a chip in our head? What if it's an implant in our eyeball? Yeah. What if it's? What if we are uploaded into an iPhone body? Like whatever. What all if of we these... just drink applesauce? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what fuels us. Um, they're not thinking fourth dimensionally. They're but yeah. they're but they're not. Like they're not. It's like you guys are talking about how robots would be great. If these super advanced beings still had a lot of trouble and danger doing space travel, right? What if they're at the point where space travel is so fucking simple for them, and traveling over trillions and trillions of miles takes less than a day or instantaneous or whatever? They exist outside of space and time, maybe. They don't need robots to go fucking do things for them because they can't breathe outside of in the vacuum of space. They can't. They can't live that long. It's like you're making an episode about these these cybernetic beings becoming immortal, basically. Yeah. And that's the next level of evolution, which again, very interesting concept. It probably will happen, but um, and again, it leads to like how they have to self-replicate, exactly, fix themselves, do all those things, right? And you would also think that you would at least think as far as the 2004 Battlestar Galactica series where. They became so advanced that they went from replicating themselves as kind of crude metal beings to within forty years were indistinguishable from humans, right? Because they made just they were just made of small biological machine systems that when they get so advanced, they just become like cell, like nanobots right, right. and cells are basically the same thing now. Not and terrible farm. to the point where yeah. humans <clears throat> and the Cylons could reproduce and have hybrid babies, mm-hmm. which were indistinguishable and stuff. And so again, it's like. A lot of sci-fi has already done a lot of this work for you. You got to go down some of those other theories, even as just thought experiments. Just go down those theories instead of just saying it's kind of like how Sooks is obsessed with rocket power. Yeah, same like a perfect example of it. It's like you guys, they wouldn't be caring about rocket right. power. They don't need fuel at this point. When five minutes ago you're talking about how they have total control over anti gravity, right? Which takes like no Doc fuel. Doc Brown can fucking make the whole goddamn yeah. time machine work on old bananas yeah. and coffee. He's putting those AIDS bananas in there. Yeah. And turn it into fucking clean, clean energy, okay. you know? Yeah. AIDS, more AIDS, the better. Yeah. Uh, Bobandy says he's glad we're safe. He was scared that level patri- or 
Patreon level 50 would be taking care of our final expense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now the officiant, yes. uh, Bo Bandy. Bandy. Who's now funded this right. <laughs> memorial. <laughs> Is he talking to you on the gram or something? My personal Instagram. There you go. <laughs> um, we go to the next segment, which is, what's uh, what's present evidence for robots? <laughs> and so we go to the, uni- the University of Oslo, yeah. Norway, oh. um, and robots that can adapt by breaking <laughs> limbs off and regrowing them for and themselves. you throw the old bones yes. down into the hole. <laughs> And you watch them clean them. Yes. And the robot flops around like a dead stingray. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like my old floppy dick uh, attachment because I cannot stay hard myself. Yes. But when I'm done fucking, I throw it on the floor and right. it keeps going until the battery dies. Yes. Could you imagine if this three-pronged, three-limbed, writhing little object would be the perfect living three-dimensional dildo? Yes. Three or sorry, three partner <laughs> a three partner dildo. Yes, um, uh, multi fun for all <laughs> because we have countless bones down there. You've seen uh, Requiem for a Dream, right? Uh, ass to ass to ass to mouth. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's these floppy little fucking like Lego connects looking robots. It looks like a dying bird or a dying stingray yeah. flopping around, and they have like segmented limbs, and they can apparently send a little signal to a three D printer. To print the limb itself, right, and reattach it. But I wish they would have shown that. Like I, I think w- that's something they're working on. Right, I don't right. think that's like it would be exactly cool if like now. the if there was a base to that thing and the three D printer like printed it and then went and like just it went into a little like f- like a form or something and it went like and reattached it like that'd yeah. be cool. But because then you can make the leaps of like oh as it gets more advanced, right, the three D printer just becomes like a thing that comes out of a compartment on itself and like whatever. But yeah. or it just three D prints directly on the limb or I don't know. But I'm doing a lot of work for the show now. So no. uh, they then talk <laughs> about John von Neumann, who was a Hungarian mathematician, and he sure did eat a lot. He looked like a chunky boy, um, and he, he was ate the Noid. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and he was uh, obsessed and kind of came up with the idea of self-replicating machines uh, back in the '40s. And so mm-hmm. Nick Pope is on again, and he <laughs> explains what self-replication is, and he says, "So one becomes two, and two becomes four, and eventually." These things could explore the entire cosmos, because he doesn't say mouse. Uh, Now, the theory is that extraterrestrials could build probes that function like that, and that would be the quickest way to explore the entire universe. So, I mean, that's fine. That makes sense, I guess, too. And And they're all back home looking through the eyes of these robots as proxies or something like that, I guess. But I don't know. If, if life is the same way, if the concept of life is the same way that it is here as everywhere, which is like when you're a singular living thing, I feel like there's a drive to go and do things yourself. That's like that's every life naturally has a desire, otherwise it wouldn't be life, to evolve and grow and learn new stimuli and adapt yeah. and all this stuff too. So um, I would feel like a lot of races would think that'd be pretty boring to like be eight zillion miles away and just seeing things through the eyes of robots. Right. But Maybe if it's so advanced that you can feel everything the robot does and whatever, then if they happen to invent that technology first as opposed to perfecting space travel, I can buy that, I guess, yeah, too. Yeah. So. Download the brain in. Right. Because, uh, again, you got to think if they, if these are exploratory robots, yeah. how are they sending oh, the God. signals? That sounds like a podcast of ours. <laughs> yeah. Exploratory. Adventurous ghosts, exploratory robots. Yum lunch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are they sending the information back in a timely manner? Right. Like, again, 
radio waves, light, like those yeah. things all adhere to these boundaries and Steve, limits. Steven, Steven, I'm disappointed okay. in you. I'm doing experiments on exactly that. Instantaneous transmission over vast distances. That's that weird through that wormhole. Quantum, well, quantum yeah. computing. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, again, <laughs> you yeah. have to hit that perfectly. Right. Which How? are then doing quantum and black hole shit. Right. How which else? Why not? Would you just go? <laughs> That's my point. Yeah. Plus, how else are they going to be able to effectively tell the people a billion miles away right. after getting the feedback a billion miles away that they're they're bummed out that the cafeteria on Saturn yeah. closes early at five <laughs> thirty? Oh, I thought it'd be later. I heard that the greatest hamburger is on Saturn Five, and now it closes early, so now my dad turns the car around. <laughs> And we go home to he barbecue uh, on Sad Burger. Only four o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is that the Saturn time? Uh, yeah. Big mistake. So we thought our time for yeah, see, see. <laughs> Again, see. <laughs> yeah, that was the but best yeah, when yeah. Steve started. He he made Nakamura sound a very Japanese man yeah. say C instead si, of like height, height. Hi, hi, hi. Yeah, C, C, C. Which sounds very <laughs> Japanese <Right>. too. But <laughs> um, uh, oh, this is where I said, you know, this reeks too much of putting aliens too much on our current human levels. Yeah. And I made my whole point. So um, Steve Fullard. Uh, is the weird nosy lippy guy that wrote <laughs> Humanity 2.0, I wrote again. Um, and he's saying that part of what will eventually make robots truly sentient or human is that the later robots can carry on the memories of the initial robots. So there is a legacy. There's generational right. legacies, right? They can learn from the past. That's a huge... And I was like, oh, I guess... I mean, I guess I figured that, but you I, like... No one's ever spelled that out, really. Mm-hmm. It's always about being self-aware right now, yeah. and everything's new to me, because... Most movies and books are all about when it first becomes sentient, right? So, but then again, I guess the Westworld TV show, especially, is about yeah. rem- finally remembering all the shit that happened before. Right. So, when it was programmed not to for like 20 years, yeah. you know, so of being raped and shot and fucked right, up. Right. So, um, but uh, uh, it How is dare cool. You. <laughs> How dare you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you stole my robot childhood. <laughs> uh, but I wrote it's cool at least that they have different kinds of experts on this episode. Yeah. Um, and uh, they call these the Von Neumann machines. Any any machine that can self-replicate is a Von Neumann machine. Mm. Uh, and Medallion Man and Wilcock talk about how these self-replicators are like in ancient myths. Like there was these light beings that flew around in ancient Egypt and created these buildings and stuff. And, uh, and they would split to like lift things and whatever too. Um, I would have liked to go into that more. They just mentioned they're in myths. Like maybe yeah. go into some of those myths because... That's the whole fucking jam of this show, you know. Um, and what I, I said, I said. Now the point is, sorry, I'm only right. partly remembering. <laughs> the point is, aliens being robots is not only. Oh, the point that we're moving into in the next segment is, aliens being robot isn't only likely, but it's logical. Right. So um, they're going back to the uh, footage from the 2001 disclosure pro- uh, project press conference, and I'm like, mm-hmm. they've been that shit's been going on since then. Like that's pretty crazy. Right. This segment is weird because it's one of those times where I don't know if I believe David Wilcock at all. This mm-hmm. might be a full-on lie, but maybe <clears throat> maybe, yeah. maybe it's not. So um, one of the guys that is in this press conference that was in the military, Sergeant Stone, admits to being at the site of crashed UFOs 
and pulling both dead and alive bodies out of those UFOs. Uh, and it was and it was during Project Moondust where they were looking for any sort of space debris that fell from you know extrastellar yeah. fucking things in the sky. Um, and they happen to find a UFO and bodies. Uh, the bald Brit Nick Redfern returns for no reason just to say that the 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 word UFO uh, was was actually used in this report. So um, that that Sergeant Stone made. This is the the Wilcock trip here that Five Heads and Freddy says where he. I don't know why almost 20 years ago or 15 years ago at the time of this filming, he would have been involved in this. Mm -hmm. And he says, I met Sergeant Stone the very next day on May 10th, like so the day after the press conference, uh, in the closed executive summary briefing for members of Congress. I met Sergeant Stone in the closed executive summary briefing for members of Congress. Right. Why is David Wilcock claiming that he was in an executive briefing for members of Congress? Well, I would say he's not saying he was in Congress, Mm -hmm. but this could have been experts in the field describing what this was and debriefing the whatever board of Congress members were there. Okay, but how does he get access? That still seems pretty top secret. Maybe that's when he he had... I'm just saying maybe this is when he, the government was working with him as an right. expert on that's, this stuff. That's what I'm just asking. Like, was the government ever working with I David Wilcock? Because all these guys know? are like, I had Clarence. I had, like, Barra Barr like, said that. I had but, that. And, like, right. you know, I think Wilcock has probably said, you know, like, I have, you know, level X clearance. Or right. I'm debriefed or on people. this or knows this or right, that. Right. Right. So he has like, contacts. But having contacts, I totally believe that he... Might or may or may not have had a contact that was in that briefing. Him saying I was there and met him the next day is the thing that's weird to me. Now yeah, I can I'm not totally believe it's not, but I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. if he was there, it was under some sort of contract. I guess, yeah. and he was part of the group debriefing these Congress right. members. And I, what I more could picture is him waiting outside whatever steps separate the public from the private parts of the building. <laughs> yeah. And just goleming out and following this guy around to right, talk right. to him about it, because yeah. it sounds like I would believe that. Because, like, if he if he said, you know, I I waited outside with the press to at, talk to Sergeant Stone, and he he knew me, whatever fucking thing he said, because obviously this guy Sergeant Stone was very much into disclosing top secret information. Yeah. So it's not like I think he would hide it from anyone, let alone David Wilcock. But just an odd thing yeah, yeah, to yeah. say. So uh, it's a, or a big claim to make. Uh, and I'm sure I could look it up, I guess. But um, uh, one of the things he talked about was the nature of these gray extraterrestrials. He said that there were some very strange biological anomalies about them that make them look like a biological robot. He got so emotional that he literally broke down in tears and walked off the stage. So this is where I'm like, yeah, he was, again, confirming he was in that conference, right? Yeah. So. Um, but, uh, love that Joker. Linda immediately comes on and says that she talked to him, Sergeant Stone, and that he was, and the quote doesn't make any sense. I'm not paraphrasing or cutting it off. She just says that he was in the Android or hybrid area. And I was like, and like talking about, cause she was somehow emotional. He was, and I'm like, your sentence doesn't make sense. Like the editor right, put something right. in that makes no fucking sense. I'm guessing she means he was up in a craft or something, but he is never said to have said that on this episode. So right. 
again, present your evidence so that there's context for what you build for it, you know? So, um, uh, uh, oh, and basically now the point is, now that since we have remote-controlled robots, then the aliens must too. Yeah. I total that's fine. I'm sure they do, you know, but we've made the point a billion times. Why the fuck do the aliens need to have a rocket come down here right. to test the soil and test the rocks and or mine gold for a thousand years to right. give them fuel? If you whatever, can just right? have robots. Right. Uh, and Nick Pope ponders the nature of these greys too, and he says, Now people often say that the purpose of the abduction uh, phenomena is to harvest genetic material. Well, if these greys are self-replicating robots, then these greys are extracting genetic materials from human, from humans to help replicate themselves. And I'm like, okay, like I guess that's fine. Yeah. Um, but it would seem like they would need. It would seem like if they only needed so few ab- abductees' genetic material, then they could just like clone the DNA and stem cells themselves. But maybe like maybe they're trying to pull from as many people as possible to like not get killed by the diseases there and like you know all sorts of i don't know to have the yeah, most yeah. mutt like dna while still looking like a gray right <laughs> yeah rhyme there i guess but um but i'm like i'm like all this all, all this i'm like okay this is this is fine i don't really you're just theorizing about kind of science fiction possibilities yeah. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. fine here um i just wish that they would be tying it back to ancient aliens more so exactly as I chopped, yeah, Joey just chopped, very thrusted at uh, Steve. Told me to bend over and then made yes. his point. Yes, if you will. Yes, a lot of see, amateurs fist. Yeah, pros, open hand butt stab. Yeah, you know, you have your your flat hand, with you know when you're like you're about to do the dog thing, and we're not on Twitch today, so this makes no fucking yeah. visual sense. But like you're doing the dog shadow puppet, and you just fucking yeah, now it right in there, and, and the had, pros are the pros. Yes. Do the yes clap and rub, Mr. Yep. Miyagi, yep. hot hand, yep. Mr. double Mi- time, Mr. Meat Yagi, yes, <laughs> Mr. Miyagi, Yagi. yeah, make me Ooh, nice and mis- soggy. <laughs> Ooh, Mr. Miyagi, please, <laughs> and then you know the Yag me, you know that the, the pro receivers because they have pancake shits. So. Exactly. Uh, we yeah, go to the then prolapsers. Yes, <laughs> we go to the second to last segment. Uh, back to 2003. This was actually interesting because. I don't remember hearing about 3D printing until like the mid aughts a lot, mm-hmm. but 2003 was the first 3D printing of biological cells mm-hmm. to print human organs. So they're right. growing a liver or something. And that's where I'm like, it's been fucking, you know, at the time of this filming, to be fair, it was 12 years and there's not a fucking thriving like stem cell organ business yet to replace your own organs with shit. Government, like, man. I know. Yeah. That, that is one of those things where I'm like, come on, dude. Thanks, like, Bush. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess it was Gerard Bush. <laughs> Gerard Bush. Um, and now we get into fucking cyborgs. Uh, we're talking about the transhumanist movement. Yes. Which is people that want to be cybernetic. They want to implement or upload consciousness or yeah. install robotic parts into their body more and more. And they make the fucking... The shit that impresses dads, like, you know, a pacemaker technically makes you yeah. a cyborg and oh, shit like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> I just made another point that Steve Fuller, the writer of Humanity 2.0, is kind of fucked looking. His ears are insane, yeah. and that's it. <laughs> um, but uh, they show Google Glass and the Apple Watch and stuff. Which the glasses now died. Exactly, yeah. Um, and I, again, I was like, this is the kind of shit that impresses dads. Like, oh, yeah. I, I never thought of it that way. Oh, yeah, um, right. And uh, we get a suit alert here for no reason. And he just says, 
There certainly is a merging between biology and technology, and we're experiencing it right now. Yeah. Um, so, and then, oh, see, so yeah, yeah, I said thanks, editor, for putting Sooks in there for no reason. Um, there's lots of, if we can do it, they could do it many years ago. Um, but I can't really argue with that. But also, we also can't understand, like, the way they did that thing. So that's where that catch-22 comes in again, and that they're too tied to now to even properly postulate proper postulation yeah. properly postulate on the vast future the vast advancements because again that's what i it always drives me nuts where even in the Werner von braun episode right to him i it's kind of fair because they didn't have as much computer tech when he was building rockets yeah so he's like you know and i think that we will be able to get to the moon in maybe 10 to 15 years you know right. but now that level of advancement would only take like three months it's like like the rate of advancement is exponential now, right? And you know, it's just it's, yeah, it depends on what it is, but yeah, it, right. it, it just moves quicker and quicker. Right. And, quicker. and so you think that if if certain certain milestones get hit, like the microprocessor was one, mm-hmm. and then the quantum computing processors are going to be another, um, the rate of growth keeps increasing, and it takes less time to get more advanced. Which then says, why are you still acting like there's an even 45 degree uptick, you know, like evolutionary scale? There's going to be some, you know, bell curves and plateaus right. and bell curves and plateaus. Bell too. So, exactly. Yeah. So, um, they also have this guy that wrote an, a book called uh, Big Brother and the Orwellian Nightmare or something because his little crawl kept like getting covered up by um, the fucking Amazon like x ray pause mm-hmm. thing all the time. But uh, he's sitting there like a dad talking in kind of an annoyed, like these people are freaks way. Uh-oh, here we go. Oh, Joey's talk too long. Attention back on me, guys. <laughs> Ugh. That was I killed little... my mic. <laughs> that Come was on, a just look at me. <laughs> that was a little wet one, too. Oh. <laughs> uh, it was wet. Yeah. Um, but uh, – I'm like, why are, this guy's on here with it, kind of an attitude about transhumanists, and I yes. guess if he, I guess if he's writing a book about the Orwellian nightmare, I'm sure he's he's making the point in that book somewhere. They don't give you context on the show that the more the more advanced robotics and computers you put in your body, the more the government can just control your access or That's why I don't other trust the flu shots. Right, <laughs> you can get hacked. Right? right, he never says that. I'm doing work for him being on the show, right. but I'm like. This guy is literally saying, I mean, yeah, man, like, these people think they're going to ascend to be immortal gods. That's the goal. And I'm like, right. it's kind of an Alex Jones kind of vibe. I'm like, why is this guy? Why don't you have somebody talking kind of positively or neutrally about the transhumanist movement? Yeah. Also, I make the point later, have some, transhum- have some transhumanists yes. on there, boys. Uh, have, have you ever <laughs> seen a cock in a jar? <laughs> I thought going to say in a jar. <laughs> Mine or yours. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm like, yeah, have some of the people from this transhumanist movement on the fucking show. Right. Like, it, that would be interesting. And I guarantee those people being pretty open-minded would probably like to do this episode of this yeah, show. Yeah. So um, big miss there. So uh, the last segment starts off with John von Neumann dying in 1957 in Washington, D.C. He was in the midst of writing a book called The Computer and the Brain. Uh, at only uh, 82 finished pages, it was vastly unfinished. Yeah. Um, but he was exploring 
what it would take to reproduce the human mind in a computer. And also what they would do that night. Exactly, yes. Same thing yes. they do every night. Right. Von <laughs> <laughs> Norman and the brain, uh-huh. brain, brain, brain. <laughs> um, uh, and and he, he apparently was the first to come up with the concept of being able to, if you could make the container, the robotic container, have the same capacity and complexity of the information you're uploading into it, you could upload your whole mind into yeah. a computer system of some kind. Um, and that's the center of the transhumanist movement. That's the goal mm-hmm. is, oh, I never have to die. My consciousness energy is forever. I can just keep uploading, 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 yeah. uploading, right? Uh, and then that opens up whole whole new thought experiments of, is that still you then? Like, does a part of your consciousness then die or go away? Is it aware that it's dying or going away? Right. I don't know. We don't really know much about the nature of consciousness quite yet. So, um, But next week we will. We'll talk about yeah, it then. Yeah, for sure. We're working on some stuff. Yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, Nick Pope is getting used for weird shit this season, I just wrote, because uh, he's on quite a bit. Um, Wilcock does some kind of galactic daddy shit here and says that they've been sending robot robots robots here. Yes. Um, no, Swedish. To, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to leave a trail of like technological breadcrumbs so that we can become like them and integrate into their technology and become basically cyborgs like them, which would mean that like now biological evolution is meaningless. It's only the only the only interesting thing that I never really thought about that was that came from this episode was what if the aliens were kicked off biological evolution to to do all the very slow growth you need to evolve as a culture and mm-hmm and a member of the universe and all that stuff. And then once you're ready, they they take away the um the the flawed biological meat sack that you live in and give you this permanent replaceable, you know, body that can keep being changed and upgraded yeah. and whatever forever. And then and then consciousness can flow and you're with each other, you can share instantaneous thought sharing and things like that. It is fucking weird though that they've never really talked about that before and yet they've talked about the concepts surrounding that or within that every fucking episode right right because they've never really gone like you know what if what if you know aliens are just advanced androids that left their their flesh bodies a long time ago and they're just they want us to be like them and that's why they're advanced they've always just said flesh and bolts you know flesh and blood extraterrestrials you know so yeah, and maybe that's why they're obsessed with harvesting things from us because it's like, oh, let's see where bio- biology is here on this planet. Exactly, And yeah. it ties back to that, oh, maybe we can steal some bits and whatever right. here and there. But then it goes back to also the why can't they, if we can literally scan a planet or an asteroid and know every molecule that's on that fucking thing, why couldn't they do that with our own molecules and instead of ripping up cows and probing right. humans and things well, like that. Well, we don't so. know everything. That's why we're sending rovers and bullshit. <laughs> right, no, I'm I know. I'm saying, yeah. But I'm saying, like, you can learn a shit ton of the, the molecular yeah, yeah. structure of things. Um, That's why you gotta go deeper and deeper. Yeah, deeper and deeper. <laughs> uh, 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 Wilcock drips here, and he says, uh, there is a possibility that life is not necessarily what we consider it to be. I think this is that point. There is a possibility... That if we create computers and with enough complexity, that consciousness could actually breathe life into that inanimate substance. 
kind of like a, a really attractive prostitute on a widower who's lost his wife years ago, never thought he would love or lust again, and she breathes life into that inanimate object because she does anal, and he knows yeah. he's getting a new experience that his wife never gave to him. Now, um, she does have a ball and wiener, <laughs> but that's okay. Just one ball. Yeah. <laughs> she had cancer. She's really strong. Yeah. <laughs> She's been through a lot. Pumps and dumps. She was a lawyer and chose the life as a prostitute yeah. because she just knows that she's a slut, and there's no shame in that. <laughs> um, anyway, this inanimate substance, and you have a robotic consciousness uh, that would become what we think of as a person. Uh, Medallion Man comes on here, and he says... With today's transhuman movement, transhumanist movement, you have to ask if this is an extraterrestrial agenda. And it's like, okay, like, again, the point I was you know, yeah. talking about before is that is that the evolution that we've been talking about? But this is season 10. <laughs> There's been uh, 90-something episodes before this, and they're really just bringing this up now. Right. Why wouldn't when they were talking about all of the geniuses, right, over many episodes, the Tesla, Albert, Einstein, you know, all those people that can do, can, that can tap into this Akashic record, why don't they just say it could be the Akashic record or the downloading of, of shared consciousness from our brain computers with other yeah. Android brain computers, like, or something like that. You know, they're never tying it, tying up these loose ends. So yeah. um, this is where I ask, like, why don't they have a fucking transhumanist on the show? Um, and they kind of shoehorn the transhumanism thing at the end. It's kind of like when they like introduce the new villain at the end of a, like the very end of a movie, like when the right. third act's already started, and you're like, "What?" Or it's revealed it's someone you don't even know. Yeah, that was this guy's brother, and it's like, "Well, I don't care about him because he was in the story for except for ten minutes." Yeah. You know, we're talking about it more because it's kind of the only interesting thing from this episode, which right. is over. <laughs> yeah. Um, but very weak third act in this episode, and a very shoddy first and second act where they're just like, "Here's examples of." Things that sound like ancient robots. Right, right. And that's it. And it's probably oh, aliens. Exactly. So, um, yeah, we're going to wrap it up because uh, it's almost 5 o'clock. Uh, trick or treat time for the youngins. But, uh, oh, that is very loud. Uh, where's my voice? But, yeah, thanks for... Yeah, I can only do so much. Piece <laughs> of shit. Uh, yeah, subscribe to Probing Ancient Aliens. This is a different voice. <laughs> this is a robotic one, huh? We can go with it. It's fine. Maybe people... Uh, no, maybe they were coming to it. You just blew about them. Uh, yeah, subscribe to Probing Ancient Aliens. Subscribe to Beard They're Drunk Down on the same podcast services as Probing Ancient Aliens. Tell your friends about the show. Support us on Patreon for $5 a month or more and get at least two exclusive Patreon podcasts every single month. One of which is Adventurous Ghosts, our Ghost Adventures podcast, and the other is Probing Deeper, where we go into one of the many quasi-related conspiracy theory, ancient aliens, UFO phenomena, uh, shows, pieces of content, or exclusive commentary from the events that we can go to because you support us on patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens. Uh, subscribe to twitch.tv slash probing ancient aliens where we live record this show, usually every Monday night, sometimes different. Uh, follow us on social media at probing aliens on Twitter and at probing ancient aliens on Instagram and Facebook where we always tell you when we're about to record too. So yes. follow our stories there. Live the life. Sorry again to our Twitch 
family out there because the blue screen of updates is still going on this entire episode. 27%. I guess we could have webcammed off of our own laptops, but that would have been a whole thing. It would have taken five hours to set up. Not happening. Or we could have just done the show on my free cams or something. Exactly. Only fans. Bing, 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 bing. Total Uh, little buttholes by Prolash. Fart me.